Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us. I'm so thankful to be your host. And we're going to be looking, and it's probably going to be a multiple series on ancient Sodom and Gomorrah. And, you know, most people, and there is even a scripture passage, it seems to indicate that uh, Sodom and maybe all the cities of the plain are underneath the Dead Sea not been discovered, but at the same time, there's some amazing archaeology going on, and I wouldn't say that the Bible necessarily totally precludes this either, and I will say um, I'm a Biblicist, <laughs> and if the Bible does totally preclude it, I'm going with the Bible. I just, I would say the evidence, no matter how compelling or convincing, is just wrong, but there are some Bible believers that are looking for Sodom and Gomorrah and feel like they found it. Now, Ron Wyatt, he's got some great videos. And the video footage that you see on YouTube or other video platforms, Odyssey, 153, BitChute, Rumble, I don't even know what and all he's on. He may just be on YouTube. I have no idea. I see it on YouTube. But I do know there's all these other platforms out there people tell me about, and I've looked at a little bit from time to time, that it does look like cities <laughs> in the Dead Sea area. And having been to Masada and Qumran and the Dead Sea and floated around in the Dead Sea a little bit, you know, you do wonder, and even looking at what Ron Wyatt saw, we saw the same things. It looks like, man, it does look like a city. And then other archaeology as well. Um, Bob uh, Ed Dar, Bob Ed Dar, and that's kind of where what I was taught was the uh, biblical Sodom and Gomorrah was Bob Ed Dra, D H R A Dra. But let's get started. We use as our textbook here for the last little bit the popular handbook of archaeology in the Bible by Holden and Geis. Or what I do is I just read some out of it, do some discussion off of it. Fair use, obviously. And uh, so let's get started. Ancient Sodom Discovery. By the way, I do recommend this book. I've used it for years as a textbook at IBC currently, or for Christian Evidence. Just absolutely fantastic. It's probably one of the top ten books I recommend people get. Um, of any sort, if they want something other than the Bible. You know, obviously, well, I like Brother Bernard's four-volume set on doctrine. I definitely recommend those four books. And then just as far as biblical understanding, Haley's, Wilmington, a New Unger's Bible Dictionary, Moody Bible Atlas, and then for defense of the Bible, this and the evidence of demands a verdict by McDowell. So, um... The famed biblical cities of the plain were once thought by critical scholars to be merely legendary places used by biblical authors to explain a moral metaphor. In 1924, William Foxwell Albright, he of John Hopkins, set out to explore the southern end of the Dead Sea looking for the city of Sodom. As a result, he posited that the city lay beneath the Dead Sea waters since the water level must have, been, have risen over the centuries. Later investigations of the southern seafloor revealed that the water line had indeed risen as Albright suspected. However, no ancient structures were found. Now, if that's the case, I mean, God destroyed it, okay? So, you probably wouldn't find any structures. Um, 
I'm sitting here looking too. There's so many great pictures in this book we're using as our text. The stone and mud brick ruins of Bob Ed Dra, located south of the Dead Sea. Amazing. And then what many people, if, if I was going to say, if the Bible doesn't preclude it, I would say the evidence is at Tel El Haman, southwest view of the upper Tel surface. But let's keep going here. Albert Begrand's survey and area near the southeast shores of the Dead Sea in modern Jordan, the city of Bab ed Dra, pictured here, which he dated the early Bronze Age, 3150 to 2200 BC. And of course, in an Usherian chronology, the Dead Sea episode happened probably somewhere in the 18-1900s BC range. Bab ed Dra was later excavated in the mid-1960s by Paul Lapp and again in 1973 by Walter Rast and Thomas Schaub. Evidence shows a well-settled and fortified city was equipped with massive cemetery homes, building structures, monoliths, cultic structures. All that's pretty interesting, whether it's uh, Sodom and Gomorrah or not. We have to remember, too, there was at least uh, four cities of the of the plain destroyed, so something may not be Sodom. It could be Adma or Zeboam or something. Um, so enough infrastructure to house a large number of inhabitants. Examination of the cumulative data has revealed that the city was destroyed by an enormous fire, which is confirmed by an extremely thick layer of ash present at the site. In view of these facts, many scholars, including Bryant Wood, and I would say I love Bryant Wood, work, especially on Jericho, I trust him a lot in biblical archaeology, have identified Bob Ed Dra with biblical city of Sodom. However, more recent ongoing research conducted by Stephen Collins at the northeastern end of the Dead Sea region in Jordan has offered promising evidence supporting the northern location of Tel El-Hammam as the city of Sodom. Sodom and the other cities of the plain are referenced early within the Table of Nations in Genesis 10, extend to the period of Abraham, Genesis 13 and 19. Genesis 19:28 describes Sodom at the time of its destruction as existing in the land of the valley, plain. Collins argues for the location of Sodom based on 40 salient points about the geography of the cities of the southern Jordan Valley. When referencing the biblical data, Collins noticed the word used for plain, or in some translations, valley, in the Hebrew, that is kakar, which means disc or circle. The word is used in Old Testament Hebrew over 50 times to refer to a talent of metal or a circular flat loaf of bread. But none of those usages employ the definite article to convey a sense of location, geography. However, there are 13 rare geographical usage of kakar, found only in the Old Testament. Ten of these are in the context of the Sodom story, which places the location of Sodom on the eastern disk of the southern Jordan Valley, Genesis 13, 1 through 12, immediately north of the Dead Sea. And I would say, boy, when you see the battle of the kings, five against four there in Genesis, that, that, that does lend some credence there as well, that that's where it would be. But it could be the southern thing as well, the southern location. Collins notes that there are many other standard Hebrew terms for plain and valley, but these are always avoided when the Bible speaks of the Kakar, of the Jordan, or the cities of the Kakar, the plain. 
from an aerial map looking down on the Kakar, it reveals that Jericho resides at the western edge of the disk, southeast of Bethel Ai, where Abraham was positioned when he saw the smoke rising from Sodom after its destruction, Genesis 13, 3, and 4. Now, I think that that is an incorrect scripture reference there because it was destroyed in Genesis 19. Genesis tells of Lot separating from Abraham. Lot saw that the jordan Kakar Valley was well watered, like the Lord's garden in the land of Egypt, Genesis 13.10. So he traveled east and lived in the cities of the valley and pitched his tent near Sodom. And see, that makes a lot of sense to me. The scriptures say that Lot viewed the entire Jordan disc with his naked eye, something that would have been impossible in looking south towards Bab Edra. Moreover, Sodom was considered one of the cities of the plain and no city south of the mouth of the Jordan. And that in Hebrew is Hayarden, like Baba Adra would be considered as belonging to the cities of the Kakar. To include Baba Adra in the cities of the disk would force an unnatural meaning on the term Kakar. The Kakar of the Jordan appears to refer only to disk-shaped alluvial plain directly east of Bethel Ai, north of the Dead Sea. Thus, Sodom must be located on the eastern side of the Jordan disk. This is conclusion is confirmed by Genesis 10:19, which describes the cities of the plain and eastern extent of the Canaanite clan. Now, let me just say this. I understand exactly what he's saying, but there is the fact that if the Dead Sea was to a large extent created by the destruction, then he could have seen it before the sea began there. Now, I'm not saying that it was created by the destruction because the Jordan River had to flow into somewhere. And I'm not sure there's any evidence on the south side of the Dead Sea that it kept flowing. But there is that possibility that Bab Adra was in the, the plain because there was no Dead Sea, so the Jordan River could, can, you know, kept going southward. Collins has identified Sodom's location as Tel El-Hammam, which is situated on the eastern edge of the Jordan Disk, eight miles northeast of the mouth of the Jordan, a garden. And the largest tell in the southern Levant, or plain, measuring a thousand meters long, containing within its walls 85 acres, a much smaller area than the general occupational spread beyond the walls of 240 acres. The tell itself is comprised of a massive upper and lower area that most likely dates to the early Bronze Age. The enormous size of the area was anticipated since it represented by the Bible to be the largest Bronze Age urban center in the eastern Kakar, much larger than Jericho, Jerusalem, and any other city in the southern Jordan Valley. It's the only Kakar plain mentioned, city mentioned by itself. King Bear of Sodom's only spokesperson within a military coalition formed by the cities of the plain, Genesis 14, 17-24. Lot was accustomed to sitting in the gates of the city, Genesis 19, 1, thus implying defensive fortification. It was situated in close proximity to a major east-west trade route. It had access to abundant fresh water, obviously the Jordan, and rich agricultural soil. Thankfully, I baptized my dad in that Jordan River in the beautiful name of the Lord Jesus. 
it had excellent sight lines into the Jordan Valley, and it's always mentioned first when speaking of the eastern cities of the plain. And so it's got another picture of that. So like I said, this would be a uh, multiple uh, series, multiple part series. So we'll keep going, God willing, tomorrow. And we do appreciate you being here. This is all just fascinating. You know, things like Sodom or Noah's Ark, when you can prove that you found those things, that uh, that goes a long way to proving the validity of Scripture. So a lot of people think, well, if you don't find something, well, that's the argument of silence. Just because something hasn't been found doesn't mean it will never be found. So God bless you. Hey, thanks for being with us. Pray for us. Share with your friends, family, church family. Put it on social media. Invite your friends and Sunday school classes and neighbors to be with us, church family. And again, we just say thanks for being here. And I will mention again, pray for us. We need it. We just want the truth of Scripture to go around the world. God bless you. Bye-bye.